0: Welcome to Zimmerman Podcast, episode 117. Today is week five in our new series, The Path Back to You. If you're new to this series, we're taking 52 weeks to discover how to become who you are meant to be. Each month, we dive into a new topic, and this month is embracing darkness and unpacking grief. Today, we're talking about the bright side of shadow work. Let's get started and take this next step on The Path Back to You. All right. You ready? Let's do it. I'm Jessica Zimmerman, and this is Zimmerman Podcast. I'm a serial entrepreneur, mom to three, and professional oversharer who has spent a decade building my business and helping others do the same. From wedding floral design to business education, features in Martha Stewart Weddings and Forbes magazine, and even writing and publishing my best-selling memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, my business has kept growing, evolving, and changing year after year, just like me. Because the best thing about building a strong business is the freedom it gives me to live a full life. And that's what Zimmerman Podcast is all about. Sharing real, transparent, in-the-moment reflections about how to live a life build a business, and lead a family through the good, the hard, and the messy. That's what we're doing each week right here on Zimmerman Podcast. Welcome to the show. So for the first four weeks of The Path Back to You, we focused on energy, digging into what it looks like to raise our vibrations. Now, I bet I can guess what happened since you started that journey shit got hard, really hard. We have the phrase growing pains for a reason. When you start growing, everything gets harder before it gets easier. You've decided to wake up to yourself, which means casting off all the old coping mechanisms and numbing techniques you've used to get through hard things in the past. You know what I mean? The mindless scrolling, the hours of reality TV, the binge eating, the restrictions that help you feel like you can control something, anything. The anger, the resentment, the isolation, the overpacked schedule. Evolving requires a lot of dissolving of old energy, old mindsets, old truths. Embracing the new you means doing the hard work in a new way. It means instead of distracting ourselves from the darkness, we have to look at it full in the face. Because only through embracing the coming darkness can we uncover our light? So are you ready? It's time to be brave. Here's what it looks like to embrace the darkness. In the spiritual world, embracing darkness can also be called shadow work. It's when new enlightenment casts shadows on hard truths about who we are and what we still need to let go of. Shadow work is scary. It's hard, but it is the most important work that you can ever do. But If you want the work you did in raising your vibration to ever be more than a temporary high, you have to love yourself enough to uncover even the worst parts of you and promise yourself that a new, healthier, and more whole you will be there on the other side. Shadow work is the in-between, a space I call the hallway. Now, imagine yourself in a hallway. There is a door behind you your old life as you remember it, and there's a door in front of you, your new life, totally unknown. The hallway is dark. It's scary. You don't know how to let go of the old life and you don't feel prepared yet for the new life, but you know it's necessary. The only problem is right now, you're reaching a handout to the doorknob of both doors. You can't open the door in front of you until you let go of the door behind you, so you're stuck in the hallway. You're in the space between. The hallway is where you deal with the already, but not yet. It's where you wrestle with the force pulling you back and prepare for the force pulling you forward. The hallway is restless and uncomfortable, but it is exactly where you are meant to be. The hallway is dark. The hallway is scary. You can't see anything. There is chaos and confusion, but it is also a space of massive transformation. A few years ago, I had no idea how to relate to someone who was depressed. I had a theoretical idea of what they were going through, but I had never personally experienced it. That all changed when I began my shadow work. I experienced two things I'd never experienced before depression. And anxiety, I couldn't get out of bed. I was worried, I lost a lot of weight. For the first time ever, I couldn't eat, and let me tell you, that has never been a problem for me before. When it comes to darkness or grief or despair, it either creeps up on you slowly or hits you all at once. I don't know if either is better than the other. Not everyone just wakes up to the technicolor world turned to shades of gray, but I did, this time at least. Just like when I lost my sister to a car accident when she was eight years old, I woke up to a world changed to its core. Different from watching a loved one deteriorate from stage four cancer or losing your parent to dementia over months and years. Not harder, not worse, but different flavors of grief. In a world that likes to keep grief at an arm's length, it doesn't matter how grief finds you. It's just whether you want to turn toward the grief or away from the grief. If you turn towards it, healing and hope lie on the other side. If you turn away, that grief lies there in wait, ready to catch up to you when you least expect it. Embracing the darkness means living in a world that you no longer recognize. And just like with grief, it never goes away. You just learn how to expand around it. When you feel like you're losing your mind, I'm here to help you restore your soul. A few years ago, I woke up and felt like everything in my life was a lie. I didn't recognize myself or any of the people around me. For the first time in my life, I questioned everything I had ever been taught or told. I didn't know what was true anymore, and I felt like everything I knew was slipping away from me. I went through a complete dark night of the soul. Until I was forced, by something much more powerful than me and my fears, to stop running from myself and start facing the truth. That the pain in my life wasn't coming from the world around me, but from the pain inside me. I remember thinking, what if the cause of your pain and the cure for your pain is the same? You. That's what my program, The Path Back to You, is all about. Not starting over, but starting again on a path that will return you to yourself, a path that will heal and refine you, a path that will break you and make you whole. When searching for answers to what felt like an all-at-once, completely sudden, never-ending list of questions with no answers, all I found was the advice, just sit with yourself and heal. All the answers are inside of you. And I remember thinking, gee, thanks. That's helpful. I know I need to heal, and I'm willing and ready to do the work to do that, but how? Where do I begin? Well, it took some time, but after years of therapy, researching on my own, trial and error, mess-ups and setbacks, I found my way back home, back to myself. In the path back to you, I share with you my own personal story of struggle and trauma as a sacred offering. My hope is that through my story, you can better see yourself. I share with you my darkest moments and the steps I took to find my light the light I had dimmed for most of my life. Throughout all the heartache I've endured, I've finally found peace. And I want to share my roadmap with you. If any of this resonates with you, trust that this episode found you for a reason. Trust the divine intervention. Those brave enough to have embarked on a healing journey know how incredibly lonely and painful it is. I remember feeling completely isolated, like I didn't even belong in this world anymore. It was scary as hell. But I want you to know you are not alone. While I fully believe healing is a solo journey, I think it's totally okay to have a roadmap and a pathfinder who has gone before you to guide you as you return home to you. Join me on the path back to you. Click the link in the show notes or go to jessicazimmerman.com to learn more. And just for you, Podcast listeners can get 15% off with code PATH15. That's P-A-T-H-1-5. When I started my shadow work, it was sudden impact. I woke up one day and just could not get out of bed. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't eat. I couldn't work. I couldn't trust anything I'd learned growing up and wasn't deep enough into my new spiritual world to trust that either. I didn't know what to believe, and I could not see my way forward. I felt like every dark moment was being relived in my mind and re-experienced in my body. It was rock fucking bottom. When I reached rock bottom, I did something I never thought I'd do, and I called a spiritual advisor. Another name for her, a psychic One of the biggest takeaways she gave me that day, which I'll share with you now, is the importance of gratitude and of intentionally shifting our mindset. When you're embracing darkness in a world that all of a sudden feels topsy turvy and you don't know what to believe, there are still concrete things that are real and true that you can choose to focus on. She said, Anytime my mind went to a negative place or a place filled with fear, to do 10 affirmations and to say them out loud. Or write them down. Neurologically, gratitude and anxiety cannot be triggered at the same time. So if I start thinking, I have no idea where my life is headed and I'm scared, I started saying the simplest things out loud. Thank you, God, I have a roof over my head. Thank you, God, I have clean water to drink. Thank you, God, I have food in the pantry. Thank you, God, my kids are healthy. Thank you, God, I have clothes to wear. Thank you, God, I have legs that work and that I can go on a walk. Thank you, God, for nature. Thank you, God, for animals. Thank you, God, for my health. Just the simplest of things. It was really going back to the basics and focusing on what I did know to be true. Sometimes we forget about the basics, and sometimes we forget truly how incredible we are. If you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this either on a computer or a smartphone. You have more than most. And sometimes we forget that. And when we boil it all down to the basics and can simply sit for a moment in gratitude, fear and gratitude can't exist at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. Now, the reason I'm talking about gratitude alongside embracing darkness and shadow work is not because you should use gratitude to avoid shadow work. There is such a thing as being too positive. Toxic positivity is real, and I've been guilty of it for sure. Sometimes positivity can be toxic. And when I talk about gratitude, I'm not saying ignore your grief and pretend everything's fine. We do need to sit with it. We need to hear what it's teaching us. We need to learn the lesson from it. But two things can be true. We can both embrace the difficult and hold on to the good so that we have the light we need to guide our way out of the darkness without a little bit of light, there is no shadow. Now I'm going to address the question of medication. There are, of course, times when chemical deficiencies in the brain need to be corrected with medication. There are also times when medication can end up numbing all emotions that could be arrows pointing to root issues. When I was a sophomore in college, my father got in a horrific motorcycle accident. He wasn't wearing a helmet, It was a different time. He was in ICU for 76 days. He didn't know who I was. He didn't know who my mom was. We thought we might lose him. We thought he might lose his leg or if he did live, he might not ever be who we knew him to be ever again. This was another complete, sudden, unexpected event that impacted my life incredibly. I was understandably incredibly sad. My mom wanted me to go to the doctor. I went to the doctor and he wanted to put me on an antidepressant medicine. I remember looking at him and saying, I'm not depressed. My dad is in ICU and he may never wake up. I'm sad, I'm scared. I don't need to numb these feelings. I need to feel my feelings. I think I'm having a totally normal reaction to the situation at hand. I remember leaving the prescription on the counter and walking out. I say all this to say, I would encourage you to try being curious about seemingly negative emotions before numbing them. One of the things that helped me out tremendously was journaling. I know that doesn't sound fun for everybody, and I get that, but I just gave myself permission to free write during my time in the hallway. Whatever came to my mind, I wrote it down. And I was able to get some of that out of my body and onto a page. And somehow, some way, that helped. I allowed myself to understand that I was going through something transformative, deep, deep, deep down. I knew that this was for a reason and that I was going to come out of this so much stronger, so much better, so much wiser. And that whatever I was experiencing in that moment during that time was going to be used somehow, some way to help people. But first I had to get through it. So just like gratitude was basic, my way of healing was pretty basic. I made a lot of tough decisions during my year and a half of embracing the darkness, but all of those decisions were for my best interest and for the best interest of my children. I finally realized that I couldn't heal anyone except myself. I couldn't force anyone to do the work, but I could choose it for myself. If I wanted my kids to have a healthy parent, I could only do that for myself. I of course hoped that my choices would inspire their father to heal as well, but I no longer saw that as my responsibility. If I saw it as my job to save him, we were both going down in the ship. But if I could get to my best self, I could be the best for all the people in my life that I loved. And the people who I love deserve my best. I deserve my best. So I prepared myself to be alone, for truly the first time in my life. And for me, that is exactly what I needed. So I paused everything to do a different kind of work, going into the darkness so that I could find my light. I say all this to say, choosing to go into the darkness to meet yourself there might very well be the hardest thing that you ever do. I know it was for me, and for this reason, You may experience physical and mental side effects that you've never experienced before. It's okay. You're okay. Your body is releasing a lifetime's worth of pain, trauma, and energy that has been trapped. Energy releasing from your body is a very real thing, and it cannot be done overnight. It's a process, just like You can't wake up on Saturday and run a marathon without any training. And you certainly can't do it without being sore as hell the next day. Your body has to work out that lactic acid. You can't wake up tomorrow a new healed you. Your body is working. It's slowly but surely releasing what you no longer need. It doesn't always feel good physically. You may feel extremely exhausted, like you need to take three naps a day. Allow yourself to do what your body is asking you to do as much as you possibly can. This is key. And know that just like training for a marathon, this is temporary. It won't always be this way. The finish line will come and you will cross it. Your body will recover and you'll be left with a medal of valor, confidence for days, and the knowledge that you are a warrior. You have faced the darkest parts of yourself and you have walked through the deepest shadows. You are on your way. Don't stop now. Don't you dare look back. It's about to get really, really good. I am so glad that you have been keeping up with us on the path back to you. As you face your shadows, you, like me, will find such clarity about what you need to let go of in your life. But knowing you need to let go is so much easier than Actually, releasing what isn't meant for you anymore. I would know I had to lose a lot in order to find more. So, come back next week to find out what I've had to let go of and how you can learn to give up those old parts of yourself that your soul is so ready to shed. Thank you for joining me today as we journey together on this path back to you. I hope what you heard resonated with you and you can take it with you into your week. If you're looking for more resources for the journey, you can visit JessicaZimmerman.com slash blog or visit the Path Back to You page at JessicaZimmerman.com. I'll see you here next week for our next leg of the journey.